please stand and sing our final destination hymn number 666 in your hymnals. Let's follow our Lord to the beyond, like an alien abduction to the heart. Our soul is searched forward and yawn. We launch into orbit, we cannot be apart. We race Rainbow Bridge in my celestial race cart. Wow, yes, Elijah. Anyway, we are looking for more ways to be active in our community by giving back. That being said, we are looking for ideas because right now we got nothing. No kidding. A bunch of nothings go to this church. So if your creative and community-driven ideas are flowing, see our newest Scone staff member, Claude Monet. Like the painter? Garfield, how do you know about the painter, Claude Monet? You're usually quite classless. I may have liberated some of Claude Monet's work from that Nazi museum during the war. Who are you? No one asked you, Suzanne, you damn hussy. Pastor Elijah made the church, non-dominational and made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old stole money unfairly. Caroline volunteers, my surrounds choir. Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational. Some say things around here get inspirational. You okay, Claude? I am as okay as Reese Witherspoon's last few movies. Ah, so that's gay for not okay? Who is slamming doors around here? Does it look like we're made of doors? Well, according to our budget, we're made of emergency journals and candles. So I imagine we do have money for doors. Pastor, never again invite common parishioners to entrap me with their horrible ideas. Excuse me? You heard me. After Mass, everyone gave me pointers and ideas on how we can have more community involvement, and the bullshit they were spewing still stinks. Now, Claude, we have to try and be inclusive of other people's ideas. What were they saying? I was patient AF, Pastor. Suzanne suggested we go spelunking in deep-sea caves as part of an old folks' outreach. Oh, Chet wants to start a community garden. A community garden is a great idea. I'm not finished. Chet only wants a community garden so he can grow weed. I mean, weed is pretty difficult to take care of. It could make for a lot of learning and bonding. You are not seriously entertaining this idea. Of course not! Liv, make a note of that, though. Whatever you say, Pastor. Drugs are the devil, but I take medical marijuana. Jamie? My back healed ages ago. Mm, and you're still smoking that medical marijuana for that back of yours. Liv, you shouldn't be so glib, but we accept everyone from satanic worshippers to drug addicts. We're trying to change the world. We can change the world, all right, but that change will only come when I'm on the clock. Okay, my point here is that I am no longer accepting ideas from the parish, because frankly, they're idiots. Amen. I hate you, and I think that you're the worst, but I agree with that statement, which is the only statement that Claude's ever said that's true. Jonathan, amen, a woman, please. Well, what do you suggest we do then, Claude? I say that before we can reach out to our community, we have to create a community. We really need a better social media presence. Ooh, like more email blasts? I love sending out email blasts. I have a great quote for the herd around the parish. It's actually really funny. Ugh. Pastor, no. Honey, just no. Take a lap. Oh, okay. Is she literally taking a lap? We work with a bunch of golden retrievers. Uh, Pastor, uh, please come back. I've barely even started my lap. Pastor, I have a communion biscuit. A communion biscuit? 
Pastor Jamie, Email Blast is not having a social media presence. Social media is Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest, MySpace, Vine, the Neighborhood app, Reddit, Instagram. For instance, I've been updating our Instagram. You can follow us at at non-denominational scone. Honestly, it's a real Instagram. But the flock is supposed to follow me. Uh, the flock does follow you. This is not that hard. You follow people whose pictures you want to see. We want people to follow us. So it's follow the leader, but in pictures? Pastor, no, that's not. Okay, no, focus. Instagram is a social media site where we can post pictures of various things we have and do and preach here at Scone and we use it for marketing. We are marketing ourselves to the masses and if they like it, maybe they'll join us for mass sometime or come to an event or heaven allow, donate to our poor assets. So we need to come up with an idea on how to better the community and this church. So if everyone can put their mushy brains together, that'd be great. Now, I'm going to take a lap until you need me as a social media presence. Grace! All right, everyone, great practice. That rendition of Candle in the Wind Tunnel was beautiful. We will see everyone tomorrow. Elijah, just so you know, I am still available for that solo. Oh, I think that solo falls under Garfield's range more than yours, Marcy. Garfield didn't hit a single one of those notes. When he was singing, I thought he was having another heart attack. Marcy, I think Garfield sang his solo beautifully. And you really shouldn't joke about his cardio health. Thank you, Denise. My heart is very fragile after that. Hussey over there broke it. Oh, Garfield, stop being so dramatic. There it is again. The pain in my chest. Garfield, are you all right? I will be, eventually. Garfield, would you slowly shuffle me to my car? I guess. I don't like how much time those two have been spending together recently. I'm sorry, are you talking to me? Yeah, Marcy. I hope you don't have any plans tonight because you and me are going to tail those two. Why on earth would I possibly want to spend a perfectly good Monday night with you? If you do this for me, I'll give you my third cousin Farrell's number. He's a music producer. Maybe he can help you with your album or whatever the hell you do. Pharrell? Pharrell Williams is your third cousin? Yes, I am in. Whatever it is you need me to do, I am in. Yeah, um, Pharrell Williams. That's, um, who I meant. Sure. We've passed the appetizers, so now you can entree. Ah, Pastor, it's Claude. And I brought along one of the only parishioners whose advice I respect, Matilda. Ah, uh, yes, our social justice warrior, queen of the feminists, and one of our teens, Matilda. Actually, it's not cool to say social justice warrior because it implies... <laughs> Don't bother trying to educate anyone around here, Matilda. It's like teaching caterpillars how to read. Well, what big idea did you two cook up? I 
think one marginalized community we could help is the local prison population. Ah, uh, yes. Our souls are all prisoners in the human body. Uh, Pastor, we're talking about actual prisoners, not some spiritual mumbo-jumbo. Mumbo-jumbo was the name of a witch doctor that I met once in a religious retreat in New Orleans. He predicted that my blind trust and faith in people would be the downfall of me, emotionally and financially. Hmm, checks out. Anyway, my dad is the warden of the HAF Penitentiary. It actually stands for the Harwin Andrews Federal Penitentiary, but most of the prisoners call it the hardest penitentiary. I did plenty of prisoner outreach when I was doing service in a small French town. <laughs> was that French town New Orleans? No, I didn't do prisoner outreach there. Oh, so you know what kind of programs we could do? You'd be perfect to run this. Well, back in Paris, we used to pray with the prisoners. Uh, uh, is Paris a small French town? So why don't we bring the prisoners to pray, and then we can do a scared straight program? I don't know if a scared straight program would be helpful since they're already in prison. A scared straight program? I love it! Straight program, not on my watch. So we're going to host a mass and then do a scared straight program for prisoners. Uh, let's think of other ideas. Better ideas. Or we could take the prisoners and they could help clean the basement. I've been wanting to repaint the rec room, but Carolyn is taking forever to clean out all the Boxing Day decorations. That's not outreach. That's putting prisoners to work. That's prison labor. Any opportunity to learn is a gift, Matilda. That's what the giving tree said. Um, the giving tree almost died from abuse. What would the prisoners be learning from cleaning this filthy place? Ugh. How to bleach the basement so that church hall hermit Benny can successfully murder more people and not leave trace evidence? Ugh. Those were alleged murders. There's no proof. I hate to eavesdrop like Jonathan does, but... Um... It's not eavesdropping if people are being loud! I agree. Everyone is being very loud. I have some thoughts on the matter as well, but please, Liv, do go first. You did unceremoniously disrupt this meeting first. Or maybe I should go first, considering I'm the only one who thinks like a criminal in this room. Okay, well first, X-nay on the criminal and add the word felon in there. Okay, so I heard you wanted to do outreach to the prisoners at the HAF Penitentiary. And while I'm all about reforming the justice and prison system and stopping the systematic racial bias, as well as freeing nonviolent drug offenders, I don't think we're the right church to get involved in this program. What do you mean? We're a church with no judgment. We're perfect to work with people who have been judged. You see, my concerns are more related to how we're not qualified to work with prisoners. Well, I'm sure my warden father would give us a couple prison guards to watch over the crew. I just think we'd botch this up. Like, ruin these prisoners' lives even further. Or, you know, God forbid a prisoner goes on the lam because of us. Being on the lam is harder than you think. Says the woman who was both on the lam and who's referring to being on the lam in the bedroom. Liv, it's like you spend all this time on the clock making up bogus facts. Remember that succulent in the bathroom? No, I don't. No, no, no I no, don't think so. The succulent died because nobody in this church took care of it. Nobody at this church could take care of that bathroom succulent. And if we killed a succulent, I doubt we could give life to prisoners. Liv, I love your realism, but I'd like you to shake it back a couple salt shakers. Yeah, not everyone at Scone is stupid. Exactly. Well, I think it's a great idea. 
The prisoners in the area are in need of caring and generous people to help them change their lives. All it takes is something small because people deserve a second chance. Like how you took something so small from us? Small like uh, 53K? I'm just saying that we should be concerning ourselves with aiding, not abetting. Well, I voice my concerns. That's all I can do at this point. We're in the church parking lot waiting for the prisoners. Time to do some rehabilitation. It's Elijah and Pastor and Liv and Jonathan and Carol Ann and our coordinators, Claude and Matilda. And there's the bus with all the prisoners. Well, looky here, Officer Patrick. That's right, Officer Michelle. We're back at Scone. Officer Patrick and Michelle, the interns of the Truth Program for the police station. Former interns. We're now full-time employees. That's right. We're officially cops now. And they had you two bring the prisoners to Scone? That's That's right. right. My dad, who is the warden of the HAF prison, said he couldn't give us any prison guards, so he contacted the police, and the police said they'd send two officers. And they chose to send these two idiots? That's right. right. Carol Ann, you won't be driving today. Oh, is it because I don't have a license? Well, no, it's because Officer Michelle and Officer Patrick are going to drive. You can be the assistant driver. Oh, goody, that sounds so fun, yay! Shouldn't you be arriving at the prisoner, Sharon, considering that you're, like, a felon? Shouldn't you be Instagram stalking a straight influencer who's never going to respond to your thirsty DMS, Jonathan? Does something smell burnt? Shut the f*** up, Claude! (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have a long day of activities with the prisoners. We better get to our first rehabilitation event. Everyone on the bus. Welcome to our fun day, prisoners. Uh, Um, I don't think you should call them that, Pastor. Okay, welcome, inmates. That's not any better. Welcome to a day of rehabilitation. I can feel their eyes on me. That's because you're in the front of the bus and they're all sitting behind you. Now, will you please let me continue? I'd like you all to introduce yourselves and tell us your favorite ice cream flavor, why you're imprisoned, and what you hope to get out of today's activities. Let's start up front and work our way back. My name is Mark McGuire, but you can call me the Mac. I like moose tracks, I'm an arsonist, and I'm just glad to be out of prison. Well, you're not out-out, but you are free for today. Thank you, the Mac. Next on my list, uh, Calvin Boutris? It's pronounced Boutris. Anyway, I like vanilla, I'm a pickpocket, and I'm hoping to get ice cream out of today. Oh, then how fortuitous that I have asked for your favorite flavor. Next we have... My name is Silver. I was a drug mule for a Columbia cartel before they killed my family, and I planned to exact revenge. However, I was imprisoned for my previously mentioned crimes before I could feel the sweet taste of retribution. I hope to get out of today a taste of what freedom is like before I get thrown back into solitary confinement because of my irregularly flaring temper. And your favorite ice cream? Half-baked. The brownie and cookie dough one. I love half-baked. Next up is... Hi-ho, Silver! You like half-baked, huh? I like the mix of brownies and cookies. What can I say? I'm a simple man, once you get past my need for... revenge. Ah, I love when a man talks about his needs. We all have needs, don't we, Silver? Well, I'm getting out of prison next week. Maybe I can satisfy some of your needs. (laughs) 
It depends if you got what I need. <laughs> I'm getting uncomfortable. Can we start driving the bus and maybe crash the bus against a wall somewhere? Oh, one second, Liv. I'll do that. Let me just make sure I have my reading glasses. Carol Ann, those lens are thicker than the Bible. The King James Bible. Well, let's hope that's how thick you are too, Silver. I thought Officer Patrick and Officer Michelle were going to drive the bus. That's right. We were, but I'm not feeling too well. I can't really drive. That's right. I already drove the bus to the church. Oh, don't you worry, Liv. I've driven buses before. And we've been lucky not to have yet been killed in the process. Gladys, we have been sitting outside Garfield's house for hours now. It's five o'clock. If he had dinner plans, he would have left by now. No, Bossy. Garfield is a night owl. He doesn't eat dinner until seven. Ugh, I love that about him. All the older men eat at five and are in bed by seven. Not Garfield, though. If he's in bed by seven, he's certainly not sleeping. Gladys, he's been watching Cops reruns the whole time. How is he living his life to the fullest? He's been watching Cops! Oh, now I know he's got a hot date tonight. Cops really riles him up. Cops get some hot and heavy. All right, instead of me listening to the vulgar things coming out of your mouth, how about instead we listen to the beautiful notes that come out of my mouth on my latest self-produced album entitled Lust? Oh, no, I'd rather... Hello, everyone. Welcome to my album, Lust. In a world without love, there is only lust. All right, listen up, prisoners. This is our first stop, Let. Let is a yoga and brunch spot. But we are only here for the healing powers of brunch, not yoga. How is brunch going to help rehabilitate us? Because food brings out the good in people. That's right. Maybe brunch will inspire you to be released from prison. I'm literally going to be released from prison next week. Clearly the brunch is already working on you. And if the brunch doesn't work on you, then maybe I'll work on you. (laughs) Is that so? If Jonathan will stop being the church harlot, we can go inside for brunch. Samantha, Pig and Ginger, and Honey are already waiting for us at the table. Guys, I like forgot my Hydro Flask. I'm gonna like die of dehydration. Samantha, we're at a restaurant. You can order a water. But when we leave, Liv, like when we leave, I'm gonna be without hydration. And I, I, oop. It's okay, Samantha. I have my Hydro Flask and it's a gallon bottle. I also bought my reusable straw. We can share, but not share germs. (laughs) Bless you, honey. Let's save the turtles together, sister. But I miss the comforting wave of my own scrunchie-covered hydro flask hanging from my mustard-yellow Swiss backpack. What does any of that mean? We're visco girls, duh. You're what? Visco. It's like 90s-style and surfer girl aesthetic mixed with social justice warrior and dino stompers. Oh, I just thought wore those giant shoes because you were embarrassed that you're so short. Well... I'm embarrassed now. 
What can I get you, honey? Is everyone ready to order? I think I'm going to try the signature omelette. It comes with a side of energy crystals. And I was going to do the Vegetarian's Delight via Peaceful Retreat omelette. And instead of the energy crystals, can I get a side of the rejuvenating kombucha? Is it me or is this whole church dumb? No one can pronounce my name. What, but really? It's Boot Trees. Listen, we should devise a plan to escape. It's the perfect opportunity for it. But what about the police guards? What do you want to eat? I'll just do the no animals were harmed in the making of this fake egg omelet. Can I forego a side and upgrade to a chakra opening? Can I have your beefless corned beef hash with the grass-fed natural whole grain corn? Yeah, I'm not worried about the guards. Let me tell the rest of the guys we want to escape. So... Calvin Boutris, tell me more about your pit pocket experience. It's Boutris. Calvin Boutris, do not give that woman tips on how to pickpocket. Sharon can fill an Olympic swimming pool with everything she's stolen, and she'd probably swim in the coins too. It's Boutris. I asked Booty Rest about his pit pocket experiences because I wanted to know his in-life experiences. Uh, so not tricks of the trade, Sharon. Can we all relax for once? And what can I get you to eat? So, I would like your sausage and eggs. I don't care if they have GMOs and pump full of antibiotics. I haven't had real meat in years, so fill up that plate. <laughs> oh, I would love to fill up your plate with my sausage. <laughs> Saying GMO at a yoga brunch spot. Mm, you just don't care what anyone thinks of you, do you, Silver? I am who I am, so you can take it or leave it. Uh, waitress, I'll have what he's having, and I'll take it all. you talentless goon. Look, Garfield's on the move. Let's go. Relax, you don't have to yell. Of course I had to yell. Your music is so loud I had no choice but to yell. Well, that was just a lovely brunch, wasn't it? I'm more stuffed than Gladys's purse after a big belly buffet night. All right, team, on to our next activity of the day. We are going to, can I get a drum roll? I said drum roll. The arcade! Thank you to everyone for that excellent prompted drum roll. I used to love the arcade as a kid. I haven't gone in years. I know, right? It's totes a guilty pleasure of mine. I love Miss Pac-Man. You know I could eat you up just like Miss Pac-Man. <sighs> Lots of emergency exits at an arcade. Don't you think, Buttress? Yeah, what? Oh, for the breakout? Yeah, an arcade could work, man. Distracting lights and games, we could slip out. Have you told the others yet? No. No, I just thought of it, you muck. We're gonna need a distraction. What do you have in mind, Mac? Not sure yet. I guess I'll know it when I... And joining us for our final destination will be our most delinquent teens, Chet and Axel, now prisoners. Don't call them that. Inmates, I want you to be at your worst. Uh, Pastor, you really shouldn't tell inmates to be at their worst. All I meant was that I'd like to try and do a small, scared straight program with Chet and Axel. I want Chet and Axel to understand what prison is like. Um, Pastor, I don't know if that's exactly... Oh, don't worry, Pastor. We'll show those boys what it's like being us. Thank you, the Mac. You are an exemplary prisoner. 
Don't call them that. Yes, right. Inmate. You are an exemplary inmate. Okay, butters. It's but... Whatever. Yeah, what's up? We're gonna get them boys to help us escape. They're just the distraction we need. I'll start telling the crew. <laughs> Why is Garfield in this kind of classy restaurant? It's past happy hour. There's no food specials. Who's he spending all this money on? Now I'm actually intrigued. I have a wig bin in my trunk. I can pretend to be his waitress and find out. Or we could just sit at a nearby table and without being spotted. Oh, this is thrilling. The last time I had the role of a waitress was in that TV film, Mother Doesn't Know What Mother... Just get the damn wig, Marcy, while he's still in the standing room waiting to be seated. Oh, right. Hello, sir. May I show you to your table? No, no, you hussy. I'm waiting for someone. Oh, may I ask who you're waiting on? Is it like a co-worker or a friend or a romantic interest? Oh, here she comes. Hello, Garfield. Hi, Denise. Denise? Denise, you look um, very nice. Thank you, Garfield. You also look very nice. Um, I think I am supposed to sit you at your table now. Oh, of course. Lead the way. What is your name, miss? Oh, it's Marcello. Oh, I've never met a woman named Marcello. You look very familiar, Mexico. Garfield, her name is Marcello. She's too old to have a dumb name like that. I will have you know. I knew it! Oh, my risotto. God damn it! I knew it! I knew you tore it together. Wow, Garfield, you move on real fast. Gladys, are you spying on us? You broke up with me, Gladys. You are the one who said you wanted to see other people. Sure, other people, not this bumbling buffoon. You don't need to talk to Denise like that. We're just friends. She is nice to me, Gladys. I think you should go. You have no business being here. Fine, Garfield. Come on, Marcy, let's go. Marcello? I thought we were friends. Keep your pants on, Denise. It's called acting. Feel free to put in a good word with the Academy. You two have a lovely evening now. Gladys, if you are going to come in for a dramatic confrontation, why did I even get my good wig out of the trunk? I don't know, Marcy. It was your dumbass idea. You're still going to tell Pharrell, though, right? I don't know who this Pharrell guy is, but I did say I put in a word with my cousin, Farrell, who is a music producer. He plays the accordion and produces his own albums. F*** you, Gladys. Alright everyone, welcome to the arcade. They have your classics, Pac-Man, Skee-Ball, Claw Machines. They also have some newfangled stuff like virtual reality and Angry Birds. Oh, Angry Birds is my shit. I guess you could say I identify with them. Come on, Axel. I'm gonna wipe the floor with you in Skee-Ball, bro. It's so on. You'll be lucky to be my towel boy after I'm done with you. Did someone say towel boy? I could use one of those. I'd like to watch you two play if that's alright. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure no one will mind a bunch of teenage boys hanging with two criminals at a church event. Silver, let's go ride the virtual reality roller coaster. I mean, I would do whatever ride in whatever reality you want, but since we're at the arcade... 
Uh, right. Did Jonathan just get a boyfriend? Who cares, dude? You should be focusing on your ass after a Crimean skee-ball instead of thinking about what Silver is doing to Jonathan's ass in that virtual reality pod. Dude, too much. Dude, definitely. Dude, that's how we were playing skee-ball. Let go. Yeah, bros, let go. You guys are dope. Okay, let's go. So, like, since we're all tight now, right, can I ask you guys a question, you know, about prison? I suppose. As long as it doesn't force me to incriminate myself. I know my rights. Nah, nah, man, nothing like that. I just wanted to know, like, what prison's like. Are you all, like, hard asses and murderers, or, like, what? Yeah, like, is the food good? What? It's a serious question. Honestly, it could be worse. I got a bed to sleep in and three square meals a day. I didn't have much freedom until today. And I gotta say, it's great to be back on the outside. Yeah, you're cool. I'm glad you're here and we could mutually bond over skee-ball. Mutually bond? Yeah, something Pastor tells me in our community service meetings when she talks about the authority figures in my life. You see me as an authority? Authority figure? Well, you're a career criminal, and in my book, having a career in anything is better than nothing. Well said. Let's keep playing skee-ball, huh? Axel here still hasn't creamed you yet. <laughs> Man, can I holler at you for a sec? What? What are you doing? You're going soft for the kid. No, you idiot. I'm gaining his trust, so I can easily throw him under the bus. Wait, you ain't said nothing about killing him with a bus. I thought they were just a distraction. There you are, idiot! It's just an expression, alright? Focus now. I just stole the ski ball from the machine Chad is playing at. When I give the single, you throw it at that window. Smash it! Wait, what's the signal? A long, low whistle. That's the signal. Now, to finish my plan, We'll then blame the boys because they're constantly getting in trouble anyways. And while Pastor and Elia are berated them, we run for it. Now hold on to that until I can get the bus keys. How are you going to do that? I told you I'm gaining their trust. Yo, Chuck, come here a second. My man Beatrice here doesn't think you have it in you to pull off a dare. Are you kidding? I was once dared to pose as publisher's clearinghouse to get a girl's number. What do you got? Well, sh**, man, that's next level, but you know, I know you ain't lying. I mean, I usually am lying, but not about this. Fine, I'm gonna hit you with an easy one. I dare you to take the bus keys off that officer. And if you as good as you claim to be, this will all be easy. I am almost offended at this dare, but I understand that I have to prove my skill set. Dude, I don't know if he can do it. I mean, he sounds like he might be full of, oh, holy sh**, Chet's back with the keys. I told you. Easy. Damn, bro. You're very impressive. Let me see those. I am impressive. I call it people skills. This deserves another round of skewball on me. <laughs> wow, man. That was a great toss. Chet, was that you? You're always smashing windows. It had to have been you. Elijah, get over here and mark their names for more service hours. Pastor, it wasn't me. I'm an excellent skee-ball player. The ball wouldn't have just flown out of my hand and smashed a window. Axel, man, tell him it wasn't me. All I know is that it wasn't me. 
Let's go, boys! We escaping! Yeah! Woohoo! Woohoo! Prison can't hold my ass, bitch! I'll hold your ass! Everyone on the bus! We got the keys from those two idiots! <laughs> Thanks again, boys! You have me impressed! Mr. The Mac, it is rude to call someone an idiot. Wait, where are you going? Officers Patrick and Michelle, where are you? Your prisoners are escaping. Oh no, we were cashing in on our tickets. I wanted to get the blue eraser. That's right, Officer Michelle, we're screwed. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Oh, yeah. We got the bus, we got the bus, What are we gonna do? We'll never be allowed to do outreach programs ever again. I'm gonna get fired. Oh God, I am fired. Well, that part sounds good to me. Where are they going? I knew this was a bad idea, so I'm gonna say it. I told you so. Olivia, yelling will not help, but you know what will help? My possible boyfriend, Silver. He's over there trying to get us some nachos. Tackle that inmate. Jesus! Oh my gosh, Officer Michelle and Patrick are tackling my possible new love. That's right. Shoot, where are the prisoners going? I know where they're going. Agnes, president of the Scondies, what are you doing here? I was next door having lunch with some friends and I heard you were here, so I came by to visit since I was in the neighborhood. Where are your friends? Oh, they're waiting for me over there. I don't see anyone. No matter. I did overhear some of the prisoners say that they're heading for the county border to the west in order to confuse jurisdiction. This is so nice of you, Agnes. What can we do to thank you? You can thank me by arresting all these troublesome vagrants. We've got to follow the prisoners. If we can fix this before we have to call the police, everything will be fine. That's a terrible plan. I've commandeered the arcade game transport van. There's room for everyone, let's go! Wait, where's Carol Ann? We've done it, boys. We've successfully pulled off a prison break. Technically, it was an arcade break. All right, fine. Damn, ow, you didn't have to slap me, Mac. Oh, what's all this noise? Jesus, that's their volunteer person or whatever. Somebody grab her. We're gonna have to throw her out. Oh, I'll have you boys know that my husband, Patrick, is a black belt, and he'll kick your sorry asses if I get hurt. Your husband ain't here to protect you. Oh, Pastor always taught me to have faith that the strong arm of God, Allah, Buddha, almighty up high, almighty down low, almighty too slow, will protect me. What the hell is this church? Oh dear, I believe you meant what the heaven and hell is this church. Remember, we're inclusive. Whatever, come here, you old bag. No, I don't trust you. Stay back or I'll throw this book at you. Ha, you missed. Oh, did I? Better hold on, boys. Oh no, she hit the Mac who was driving and now he's unconscious. This bus is gonna crash. Oh, thank goodness I have a strong arm. Whoa, what, what happened here? Oh my gosh. Is that Carol Ann? <gasps> was she in the bus? Looks like it. 
That's right, Officer Michelle. Let's go and investigate that bus and get the prisoners back. Now's probably a good time to call the real police. Carol Ann, what happened? Oh, well, those boys woke me up from my usual back-of-the-bus afternoon nap, and they threatened me. So I thought the good word of the Lord would be good for them. So I threw it at them, and it hit the driver. You threw a Bible at the prisoners? You shouldn't call them prisoners. It's fine. You can call them whatever you want. Oh, no, Pastor. I was sleeping on Lord Byron's good works to work with book. Still, it's good practice to take care of our books, Carol Ann. She was fending for her life. That's no excuse to abuse a book. That's a perfect excuse. I can't believe this. Once we get this bus towed back to Scone, you're going to have to take a look at it, Carol Ann. Of course, Pastor. It keeps me young. Non-Denominational Season 2 was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-Denominational Sitcom Podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, audionautics.com, and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Laux, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. Check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcasts.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at nondenominationalscone. Until next time.